Fanatically Incorrect. Brought to you by us, fans like you, but mostly us. Well, why don't you tell them at the same time why? Don't worry, I will. Yeah, and I bet you $10,000 he laughs his ass off. I don't give a damn if he does. Marvin, what do you make of all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. I mean, do you think that God came down from heaven and stopped... Oh, what the fuck's happening? Oh, oh man. Shit. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. In a dark corner of the world, three men will work together to bring you a podcast like no other. This is Fanatically Correct, where the fans, the geeks, and the nerds are always correct. With your host, MSK, Yo Peace, and Omega. Uh, so yeah, I guess, yeah, we're going to do, uh, this is Fanatically Correct, we're going to do, <laughs> do a spotlight on a uh, particular director, and uh, now, a, a uh, plethora. Uh, wait, 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 before you continue. You have like, please say the name of the episode. I'm I'm really, it's it's oh, funny that it worked out this way because I think it's well, for, I think it's creative. I think it's creative. What do you it, think? The MSK? timing, the ti- the it's timing pretty was funny. Excellent. It's That's pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah, it it works. The t- the timing was excellent. We were planning to do this episode for a while now. MSK just caught up on one of his final films, so uh, we could uh, the last well one, the last film that he did, and, and do it. The last one, yeah, the most recent one. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, so that's already giving a hint, and we hinted on uh, Instagram Live also. But yeah, so obviously a warning: there's gonna be a lot of profanity in this episode because of the no, filmmaking that we're talking about. No, there isn't. The I don't think so. so. I don't think so. So it, it might happen, but the point is that yes, uh, Samuel L. Jackson recently, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, did a nice another little bedtime story. Yeah. Of, of stay the uh, f at home. Those are awesome. Yes. And one of the rhymes in that was be like Tintin Quarantino mm. instead of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we were hyping a lot uh, Samuel Jackson and speaking on the Samuel Jackson hype, we'll run through real quick. Obviously, Jackie Brown was all about Samuel Jackson. Oh, uh, no. Oh, that, yeah. that, was, that was his movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, next to next to um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the You know, the main character, Jackie Brown. Um, right. But you know, but yeah, it's, I mean, Samuel just you know made Pam, that movie. And same thing. Yeah, every scene with De Niro, every you know, every little scene that you had here and there was just uh, a, a hype up from you know what what Sam was giving you on right. that screen and his character. Yeah. So so this is this is technically for me this is the first uh, written and directed Tarantino movie I got to see in the movie theaters uh, okay. because before that obviously I seen uh, uh, from Dust to Dawn. But that was really not when we're not talking. Um, yeah, we're, we're not talking that it. movie, right? So yeah. he influenced so, it. He influenced it, but he influenced wasn't, it, yeah. right? So, so technically, technically, this is my first Quentin Tarantino movie that I saw in the movie theaters. And what did you think about it when you first saw it? I I loved it. I yeah. I feel honestly, this is a very favorite movie of mine from from Tarantino's because it was so different. From everything else that he had done up to then, yeah. I well, it's not—it's not his story. That's why. That's probably why it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I think that that just because of that, it 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 let him explore his his uh, directing wise. Yeah, and I think it worked very well for him. 
yeah. as far as shooting it and the dialogue and everything that was happening in that story. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, I when like I first it. saw it, I, I really didn't like it. This was years ago when it first came out. Okay. I, I, oh, really? I thought it was slow. It was different. I wasn't really like, I don't know, man. Maybe I was too young. Or, I don't know. Now re-watching it recently, uh, a couple of months back, I enjoy, especially the second half of the movie. Yes. Like, yeah. that yes. It, 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 yeah. And, and it's still a slow-paced movie. But the second half of the movie is it's it's pretty damn good. Like the acting yeah, and, and the pacing, yeah. it's it's well. I think the thing is too, we're younger. I mean, just like you know, Yo P said that was the first one he got to see in the right. theater. We were we were obviously a lot younger. We saw these other films, so movies that pumped you up more, like a Reservoir Dogs right. or a Pulp Fiction, yeah. they they dialed it, you know they dialed it back a lot more. Yeah. Uh, for Jackie Brown, a lot less action, yep. obviously. Uh, yeah. And shoot them up. So I get what you're saying there. That now there's more of appreciation. Yeah. I felt the same way when yeah. I watched it. Now more recently, I had a more a better appreciation yeah. for it than I yeah. did. I, I actually, yeah, I actually enjoyed it uh, watching in the theaters. I, I'm not sure why. I think I think that it's just that I that whole difference of movies, like it's it it works well for me. It was more like a story. It was just like a straight story. A straight of like, story. Yeah. It yeah. was instead yeah. of just like a breakdown of. Go figure out what's happening here, yeah. type of deal. I was actually surprised to see Chris Tucker in this movie because I didn't remember he was in it. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, wait a minute, Chris yeah. Tucker's in here? How long are you going to keep a motherfucker in the trunk for some walking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blast him. <laughs> it's that fantastic. That scene was awesome. No, man. no I love it. You know what it is? That's the thing with Tarantino. It's always like the littlest scenes that will get you because, like, with Samuel Jackson waiting in the. Uh, um, what's his, it's his character's name in that movie? Uh, Who, Chris Tucker? Or something like that? Uh, uh, Bo- no, Bowman? Uh, Jackson's. Oh, Samuel yeah, Jackson. Bo- um, that was old girl, yeah. Yeah. So, but I like when he's like with the one girl that he's at her house hiding, and he's like, and "This he goes like, damn baby, like, like you know what I mean? Like it's the way he's reacting, like to the way she has the house set up, yeah. and like just his like his fate, like just the smallest like little thing, like Winston, like gives him like that motherfucker Winston ain't gonna be there, is he? Like because he's so scared, yeah. and which is uh, what's his name, Tiny, um, yeah, Evo from That's Friday, Tommy, Tommy Lester, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like he's like he better not be there, like it's like yeah. just the littlest things, you know, they make you laugh. Um, I felt that you know De Niro, you know he was fine in that film. Like obviously, I think obviously the people who shine the most, uh, or oh, and the Bondsman, uh, which he passed away recently. What's the actor's name? Yeah, uh, Robert For- uh, Forrester. He yeah, Robert Forrester. He's like the main guy, really. He, he yeah, from Breaking Bad and all that. Yeah, he's um, the. He, I mean, he he's he awesome. Did, he I mean, I don't know if I don't want to spoil it for people, but yeah, he mm-hmm. was. He was Welcome a main spoilers. character yeah. in the movie. And it's yeah. crazy because you have Robert De Niro. You have yes. um, at Michael, Keaton. Michael Keaton, which was really, yeah, right. he, he was really good in that movie also, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, yes. But it was Pam Greer, Samuel Jackson, and uh, and Robert uh, Forrester that kind of Forrester. like yep. carried the movie. Yep. No, and even, um, well, what's the uh, the blonde? Uh, Melanie. Uh, man, she's a big actress Oh, Bridget too. Fonda. Um, Bridget Fonda, Bridget, yeah, Bridget, Bridget Fonda, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's that's it's a good movie. That's a that's a really good movie. But I mean, yeah, it, it, they definitely dialed it back a bit. Um, it's not in my personal uh, top three. Uh, no, the, uh, no, 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 no. I I, I, I wouldn't we'll get go to as far as that. I'm just saying personally, since yeah. it was my first Tarantino, it holds a special thing in my heart. You know, for me. Yeah. So yeah, so so I I feel Inglorious Bastards was now, uh, which is the next film, and. Um, it kind of it gives you hints of what he ends up doing once upon a time in Hollywood, but before we get to that, we got a couple other films. But uh, he definitely said, "Okay, I'm gonna go in this crazy direction still, uh, be more gory, uh, be a little bit more crazy with my action scenes, um, a little bit more crazy in some of my dialogue scenes." Dialogue, but, yep. Yeah, but then he still had those moments. It still felt different. 
um, because yeah. he wasn't toned down to the more simple storytelling that he was giving Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown. Uh, but it, it, it felt like a bit of, a little bit more of a balance um, of what he was doing before he starts getting even crazier. Um, but because like there's the scene when you and, and, and a lot of good actors in this film too, uh, and on the young side because uh, Fastbender's in it, Magneto, um, and the the whole scene you know in the, in the which is one of the earlier scenes hmm. when they're um, in the bar that's uh, like the the cellar. The bar yeah. and the cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same cellar. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that felt like a, a very classic Tarantino scene. A lot of dialogue, a lot of buildup of where it's going. You know what I mean? Like, you know, interesting dialogue, especially you're getting, you know, two, three different languages at a time uh, in that scene. So you get that. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed it. Same thing. But uh, same thing. I, I found myself to prefer the earlier style of Tarantino, the more simplified storytelling. Um, and I felt like in a lot of ways that that, but I enjoyed it. Brad Pitt was awesome. I yeah. mean, he's that's one of his one of his group one of not his best performance, but one of his really good performances. He showed some range. Um, the the villain, you know, obviously Chris, the, Christoph the, Waltz was yes. amazing, man. Yeah, Christoph which is awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's in his next film too. He's a great actor. And he was great uh, in this movie. Uh, but yeah, it just there's a lot of things. And then I want to talk about some things when we get to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's a lot of references to this movie. Yeah, and once upon we'll a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. But so. yeah, it's it's not one of my top three at all. But it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, and there's a lot of yeah. you know the good things I enjoyed. You know, mostly Brad Pitt scenes. Yeah, you know, oblige this. This man well, want to die for God and country. That's well, great. this this movie is the one I thought Yopi's uh, when you said that you it thought was you thought it was overhyped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when this came out, everyone was like, "Oh, you gotta watch this movie. You gotta go right away. It, you, it's amazing. You gotta." Go. You know when I watched this movie finally. When? Last year. Last year when I did the binge. Well, we did this. Wow. <laughs> no, wow. I've never seen this movie before. So, wow. And all my yeah, friends I, got mad, and, yeah. and, and it was over. Oh, you must watch it. I have to give it to you, man. I have to Good give it to you. you. I have to You have to watch it. I definitely. That's amazing. That's like people are overhyping a movie for you. Like, nope, 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 nope. Then it's like, all right, I got to watch it in my own, because then it's like. I have to just watch uh, it on my own when it's that's you know funny. not that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I I didn't I didn't hold out that long. I actually held out before the next movie we're gonna talk about. That's when I saw it. Like Django had just come out in theaters, and then I saw it because I'm like, oh, you know what? I never watched the last one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what happened to <laughs> right. me. Yeah. I, I yeah. it was Django was in theaters when I saw Inglorious Bastards at home because yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? I never saw yeah. that one. I well, actually, I'll give it a try. I have a, I'll do this in another in another episode. But there's some another thing that I recently watched. That's gonna blow no. your mind, Omega. That's gonna destroy you. That you hadn't seen before. That it's you g- saw now that you hadn't seen before. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna destroy your mind. Misfits. But anyways, um, no, it's not misfits. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. This no, movie yeah, actually. Okay, so when I saw it in the binge, when I saw this movie during the binge, I actually really liked it. I actually thought it was very good. Um, not to the extent of that overhypeness. Yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah. good Tarantino movie. It, it's it's. Yeah. Yeah different it's it, it's it's a solid tarantino movie it's yeah a, it's, it's solid it's, it's solid it's not um yeah. there's really no long scenes i, I thought this it. movie f- of uh the f- it flew pretty quickly actually yeah like yeah. the pacing of it, it 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 does have a good pace yeah the pacing of it didn't feel long um everyone had their own kind of like time to shine you know like the fast bender scene and the yeah. Yeah. where he makes a mistake what was the mistake i, I don't remember the, the mistake Oh, the way he said, the way he showed three with his hand. Three, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, yeah. 
He yeah, he three did wrong. And, the, the, and that the, whole scene was Americans, great. Americans, yeah, Americans do it one way, the British do it another way, and the Germans do it another way. And that's what was interesting about that because something I actually had known before that um, in like spy movies during World War Two, like a big thing. This is pretty cool, you know, that that he did that because that was a known thing that the way they would catch spies was little things like that. Uh, one of the biggest examples was go out to eat. A lot of spies, apparently, like American and British ones, the way you use your utensils, where you mm. put the fork down and switch over to the knife and switch hands, the you know the etiquette. Um, the Germans don't do it that way. So that would be a lot of times higher ranking people, you know, people that shouldn't have been spies, you know, they just had to do what they had to do and throw them into the spy game. Uh, they would take them out to eat and watch them eat dinner and be like, oh, take this guy in the back and shoot him. I already know he's an American or he's a British because that's right. not how we eat. So it was cool that he did something, you know, to that, not to that extent, but even easier. And then, you know, she, you know, yeah, she showed him that moment. But that's why that's my favorite scene in that movie is that because that, that felt like a very Tarantino scene. Yeah. It, yeah. No, that, that scene was great. The whole story with uh yes uh christoph waltz and uh daniel yes, brawl uh yeah with, with the french lady like that whole thing was was awesome that that's probably the best part of the movie for me yeah. and, and and then he did something to just drop a hint when we get towards the end here um he retold history this was the yeah. first time he did something where he said this yep. is something that which happened. Which was great, which is awesome. Exactly. I prefer yep. it would have gone down like this. Yeah. And yeah. and in this, we know for sure Hitler died. No chances of that course. he got away. Or of he course. lived the rest of his life in Argentina or some crap like that. Like, no, no, no. He died. They showed it. And, you know, they burned down all the top officials. This yep. war ended a lot sooner than it should, you know, yeah. than, than it, than it would have. You know what I mean? And not otherwise it happened. So it was cool because he did. And like, oh, okay. I thought you were going to make a fictional story that still doesn't affect Effect, the overall which you usually don't get that same private ryan is based on something um you know even 1917 recently is based on something it's not 100 percent uh the true story dunkirk same thing they take different little stories that they had heard or whatever and then put their own spin on they it build to tell something overall into story. it yep. exactly yep. but they they don't change the history of the overall outcome of the war that they're in or the the timeline that they're in and right. tarantino did something different and said nope I want to say this is how it ended. Yeah. Yep. Without getting sci-fi and saying time travel changed it or something. I know you just said like, yeah. this is how I yeah. wish it had yeah. ended. So that's how I'm going to end my movie with it. Yeah. And then that, was, that caught me guard. by surprise when he did that. I was exactly. like, oh shit. Like that's yeah. crazy. Like <laughs> That's a crazy <laughs> part because like, I didn't see but that coming. But in fairness, I'm glad that it took him another three movies before he did something like that again yeah. because he caught me off guard again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, he if he started off, going that for sure he caught yeah, me off guard the last time. Exactly. Yeah. And that was my concern that if he if he started doing that, you know, because even Django took place in the West, and if he had made that about a rule and then changed like the course of slavery or something like that, um, and it's that would have been his gimmick. That would have been his gimmick. That would have become his new gimmick, and then I would have known what I was stepping into, uh, you know, for the the, the his most recent film, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But you know, before we get to there, um, unless you got more on Glorious Bastards, we can get into the Django. I'm, I'm good. I'm no, good. I'm, good. I'm just, I'm just really glad I waited that long because I think if I would have yeah. sighed and it was born uh, blown out of proportion, like I, I kind of maybe wouldn't have liked it as much. But yeah, um, yeah this was good, man. I, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's a solid film. It, it, that one make your top three at all, or that's not in there? Um, no, I mean, yeah, me no, that's not my top three. I think your piece uh, either. 
no, 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 yeah. not not my top so, three. But but so very that, very high in the list. Very yeah, high it's list. it's up there. Uh, and I don't know. Okay, I, the bad thing about that is uh, Black Eyed Peas uh, sampled. Oof. But uh, <laughs> uh, that was man, not a bad but, sample. That's not a bad sample. No, it's yeah. not bad. No, what but, he just did yeah, right but, now. What? Well, yeah, that but, that that was a bad sample. Yeah, the yeah, black yeah, eye, if the black eyed peas would have sampled that, then yes, yeah. that's a bad sample. And then it breaks into jungle boogie. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, yeah, man, Pulp Fiction, uh, uh, what a movie, what a movie. That one, uh, I saw in the theaters when it came out. I should definitely not have seen that film personally. Wait a sure. minute, yeah. sir. Hold on. It came out two I'm, years later after that. You, how okay. did you yeah. see okay. that in yeah. theaters? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm blown away that. about this right now. I saw the, and this this is a fun story. I, I, I know I've shared it several times. I'm not 100% if it's on one of our podcast episodes. Uh, but since it's extremely relevant, I will reshare uh, this story in case. I have a cousin, a much older cousin, uh, who took me to see that, who now has a kid. Uh, who was the age I was when I saw that film. Oh, no. Now, as a father, as a parent, uh, he's a lot more strict about what he lets uh, his uh, his young son watch. And uh, when we were talking, I you know brought up, I'm like, hey, man, I go, <laughs> how old do you think I was when you took me to see Pulp Fiction? And for in his mind, he was like, oh, you're already like 16, 17. I'm like, really? Let's look at what year Pulp Fiction came out. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. And I pulled up the IMDb, and he was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was bad on my part. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he realized that. And, and I, the reason I bring it up is because I knew about all of us. Once we get to a certain age, we know about things we shouldn't know about and things like that. But I remember being so, and this is talking about Pulp Fiction, one of the most impactful scenes. I was so naive and gullible, you know, age-wise, that in the scene with the gimp. Okay. Oh, I, here we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had uh-huh. no clue was a wrestler. whatsoever. All <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I, and I, I didn't know. You know what I mean? I should have realized what I was seeing because but I wasn't putting any of that together because it's it's a you know it's a mob movie, it's a you know crime movie, and these guys are like they're in there beating him up and he's gonna they're go just in there. It's working when, out, sir. That's just oh, yeah, working out. Working Listen out. To that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a workout. It's just a workout. That's like the Adam Sandler tape. Are these people working out? Or <laughs> so yeah, needless to say, when that door got open. And what was happening to Marcellus Wallace was um, made my jaw drop, yeah. and I was I like, bet. "Damn!" I yeah, I was, I was, I was flabbergasted. Which like, again, I, um, I believe that scene also has that shot that I really, uh, yeah, yes, Iraq focus, it does. Iraq focus shot, yeah, it does, yes, yes. yeah, and it's what, excellent it because I'm that's sorry. when the, I'm sorry, what was it called? Yeah. The, the the rack focus, like when it's kind of blurry and then it like yeah. focuses yeah, on, yeah, the, on like the foreground. It. You know, all yeah. this time I've never knew the name of it. This is I what didn't know we that have here. I'm, oh. just just learn. Learn. I'm glad to be useful. Learning. Thank you. <laughs> and now you know. That's what the little rainbow. Now, now you know. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. But yeah, and then the, that's of course that's the scene. What you're talking about when they do the rack focus, uh, and then he shoots him. You know, uh, Marcellus Wallace, and they like, oh, are we okay? Nah, man, I'm pretty freaking far from okay. That's a, another great scene. But yeah, Pulp Fiction. Oof, wow, that's just. Reservoir Dogs and Steroids as far as um, it's definitely not as simple of a film yeah I, this is the first time where it's Reservoir like it, it takes everyone's perspective but it kind of makes it it's own story like yeah, each character has it's own story that's connected but it's still it's own yeah. story so and people yeah. get confused yeah. by Pulp Fiction but I, for me it's easier to follow than no, Reservoir it's easy. Dogs I, yeah it's very easy to follow yeah. the only is. thing is the, the moral you know I mean you guys know the moral of the story of Pulp Fiction right I'll, break it I'll down. Tell you the moral. Break it down. Okay, this Just is the this is the moral. It's a very simple moral. When things are going down, don't go to the bathroom. 
uh, Vincent Vega. <laughs> Every time Vincent Vega goes to the bathroom, it is a world of crap when he comes out of what's going on outside. Yeah. You got Mia Wallace ODing. You got a freaking shootout in the diner almost. With you know they're robbing the diner with uh, Jules outside. Uh, what's the other scene? Oh, obviously what happens? Well, to him what with happens Butch. to him? I mean, yeah, with Butch, yeah, it's, it ends up being his end. Is the bathroom like, dude, Vincent <laughs> Vega should never go to the bathroom. Like, just go outside in public and you know get a ticket yeah. for it. Because man, that guy has such bad luck. Oh, well, both, both. I mean, he's the brother of of Mr. Blonde in in yes, Mr. Dog, so both the, of them kind of that, have bad luck. Yeah, Vi- Vincent Victor Vega and Vincent Vega. Yeah, uh, are the names, and they never did anything with that. And that was rumors that he had eventually wanted to do like a prequel. Uh, you know, before they got in their situations, but yeah, them in bathrooms are <laughs> the Vegas don't belong yeah. in bathrooms. No, I know. No, Paul Fish is incredible. What a lot. What an incredible cast. Um, the cameos. I, I mean, I like even the smallest scenes. Christopher Walken with the whole watch thing. Um, you know, they give me the watch two years later, bro. That scene is like I just remember. La- I, I laughed so many times during Pulp Fiction, and it, it, it's 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 not really a comedy, obviously, but that's just how Tarantino is with his dialogue. He likes yeah. to make you laugh and get you off guard, and then impactful things, you know, happen. And oh, yeah. I, just everything that that man, and then come on, Samuel Jackson. That just like. That's next level. It's yeah. great. Like that's a great casting. Great. That 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 cast. Um, that is, I really enjoy that movie. I re- I really really enjoy that movie. I can watch that movie at any time. Yeah. Same as um Reservoir Reservoir Dogs for me, but yeah. I mean, I think you kind of know where my top threes are already going with this because yeah. it's just well that's what I'm saying. I We're gonna start flying us, I through. I think all of us have a similar. Top I three. think so too. Say, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna start flying through some other movies yeah. <laughs> a, a lot quicker because we're spending time on on the more favorite ones. But yeah, Pulp Fiction was just. I mean, it, it's it, it does everything like saying out of order, um, yeah. but easier to follow. It's probably because, his most famous, right? Like his most popular movie. I would um, think so. Probably the most rewatched. I'm gonna say film. it's his most popular. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I looking so, looking back at the list, I would I would yeah. I would agree with you on that one. Um, I think, um, I think, um, well, we'll get to it, but I think one of them might have, uh, gotten more pop per se. When it first came out? That is, that has to be when it first came out. When one of those movies came out, I think it got more pop for, 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 for a reason. Yeah. But I think this, this has to be his most, his most uh, popular one. Yeah, I think this is the most downloaded one, the most rewatched one. Um, yeah, just like Reservoir Dogs, super quotable. Yeah, so it's very uh, stylistic too, like that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that very. feel of it, you know, like the 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 Uma Thurman character with with uh, yep. John Travolta, like yes. that whole scenario. It's yeah, no, and even with uh, uh with um, what's his name, uh, Eric Stoltz. Uh, I'm thinking about Back to the Original yeah. Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Uh, yeah. Even the yeah. Eric Stoltz scene—that's an incredible scene. I mean, this—the craziest thing with Rosanna Arquette and the whole, you know, giving it. Like, I would give it the shot. He goes, "Hey, next time I bring some messed up bitch to your house, you give it the yeah. shot." Like, yeah. just yeah. like everything, and it's like an intense situation. It's like you just you got to give her the shot. You know what I mean? What else are you gonna do? She's freaking dying, and you got to figure out, you know, what's gonna happen from that point on. But just and that's where we get our catch up uh, joke from. You know, you get that, and just everything. Maybe again, this is a lot like. Uh, and I'll bring it up like Reservoir Dogs. The scene in Jack Rabbit Slims might feel a little bit. Ah, I really don't need this scene, but it's the same thing when you go back. You kind of want to know the relationship that was building 
between yeah. the two of them. And what big mistake he might have made instead <laughs> if she had not OD'd while he was in the bathroom. Right. Because he was going down a bad path. Yes, and, he was. You know what I mean? And, that was gonna, and, after, and of course, they made it relevant because right before that one is where you get the scene of you know Samuel Jackson with Jules telling him about Rock, you know Tony Rockahara and they threw him out the window and everything for a foot massage. Like yeah. they're already building up, like man, you shouldn't be doing this. And he's drugged up, he's drunk, he's whatever, and you're like, oh, this is not gonna go well. You know what I mean? Like where, and then it actually ends up taking a crazy turn, and we get that. So it's the same thing. I think I saw. I'm not sure if they showed aired. I don't remember seeing this in the theaters. So I think it's only on the VHS or DVD version. There's a very long scene in a taxi cab. Between Butch, uh, which is uh, Bruce Willis's character, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. taxi driver, that that scene is like that, that's crazy. a longer scene. And that's like, yeah, there's a longer version of him in that taxi huh. cab with the taxi driver having a long conversation about the fight and all this. And I think they were trying to use it as a scene to build up Butch, but you already had a great short scene of him as a kid with yeah. the Christopher Walk and his dad. That was mm-hmm. more than enough to build up his character. Yep. You know, and and the interaction with him and Vincent at the bar earlier when, uh, you know, when he meets with Marcellus Wallace and all that. So it really didn't need that yeah. scene and it did feel kind of dragging. Well, well, so I do agree. But I think they cut it out in the theatrical version anyway. So, you yeah, know, Quentin does know his. Uh, so wait, what was your favorite scene from this movie? From Pulp Fiction? Wow. Um, there's a lot of them. There's there's a lot. There's of a lot yeah, of them. There is a lot yeah. of them. If, if I have to pick one, I'm definitely going to go. Um, it's actually towards the end. I got to go with the diner scene. Uh, okay. And the whole conversation with Jules gets same thing. I love the uh, you know Roth and um, Reservoir Dogs and that interaction between those two characters, you know, and just everything about it. It's very different and something that we really like. We kind of got that in Reservoir Dogs too, where you know Tarantino likes to do that sometimes. Take a character and have that that redeeming moment and that redeeming factor. Uh, and obviously, Jules is the most redeeming character in that film. Uh, and you know, uh, it just like kind of like with Mister White. Uh, and Mr. Orange and Reservoir Dogs. So that scene where, you know, they, the whole thing he says, like, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to be the shepherd. Um, yeah. I think just humanized the character that was such a bad, you know, motherfucker, like he says on yeah. his wallet. Uh, <laughs> and to have that moment was like, it just, it caught me off guard from what the rest of the, you know, film was giving me. And that's, if I had to pick one scene, that's my favorite scene. Okay. How about Nothing. you, MSK? What's your favorite? Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Um, <laughs> I would have to agree with you on that scene, and again, the 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 most famous scene with Jules when he's preaching yeah. to this this guy. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. Uh, what? Brent, do they speak or, English and what? Yeah, do they speak English <laughs> and what? Yeah, those two scenes are iconic. Um, yeah. The scenes with the John Travolta with the Royale with cheese. I mean, those are like little little right. scenes, but they're classic. They're classics, classics. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the the no. story I like the most was probably between. Um, Vincent and Mia Wallace, like that whole yeah. crazy night they had. Yeah, I, I yep. think that's probably the most interesting part of that movie for me. Like this, going by story wise from each individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, any Samuel Jackson scene, it's it's probably my favorite. I, I can't really, I can't really <laughs> pick at this moment. But yeah, he's he's yeah. awesome. How about you, Yo Piece? Yeah, um, dining dining scene, man. The diner the diner scene is is uh, it's a classic for me. I I, I mean that. That dialogue is so well. Everything happening at that moment, it's just... I think that's my favorite scene in, in that movie. 
But story-wise, I I think my favorite story-wise is um, I'm a big Bruce Willis fan, so yeah, uh, the Bruce Willis story is one it's of a my great story. favorite ones. Yep, it's a great it's a great story and a very unique one because you don't really get that much. I mean, the closest thing to the boxer that doesn't take the fall, or whatever. I, I yeah. gotta go to with Daredevil. You know what I mean? Daredevil's dad. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like you don't usually see that the turn from the boxer that and, and we always there's always rumors about that about fights being fixed and all that so exactly. yeah I, I get that and I, again but that was you know at least the first time I saw it that was one of the more impactful <laughs> uh, scenarios when everything went down at the pawn shop we're getting to Hateful Eight now I actually don't have anything to add for eight, eight, uh, Hateful Eight because I didn't finish it because I hate okay. that movie how about that you guys can <laughs> talk about that movie all you want I saw so the hateful, first 30- Hateful this, this Hateful movie- MSK Hateful yeah. MSK. Yeah, hateful. Yeah, this movie was the same thing as The Irishman to me, right? Like I kept watching it, and I'm like, "All right, it's come long. on, man, it's like, long. Please, just, yeah, just it's, do something." It's a lot of it's a lot of extended dialogue. Um, I'll give my take on it. Uh, when you do have the action scenes, I mean, I, I think there's one particular scene your piece might like because at the time this movie came out, he wasn't the biggest Channing Tatum fan. Um, and, and his fate is pretty excellent because he pop goes the weasel, and then we get into the campy. Um, gory, overly gory, um, action scenes in this, in this movie. And there's not many of them. So to say that, to say that when you only have like a handful of action scenes, it's, it's, it's this one I, by far, and this is, I'm not, I don't think I'm uh, exaggerating at all. After you get all the boring, I don't don't find it boring, but I, MSK found it boring. That's why compared to the Irishman, after you get over tons of extended Mm -hmm. dialogue, um, yep. Which Netflix even breaks it into four parts. They don't yeah, do they bring it, it into episodes. A yeah. movie. They actually do it as a series. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me which episode I should watch then? Because I'm uh, serious. I can't watch this yeah, movie. Yeah, if you, if, you if you didn't like any of it, you're not going to like any of it. I mean, it's pretty much that because there's a lot of dialogue I enjoyed. I really like the uh, the actor who plays the new sheriff for the town, which he, uh, um, uh, he's from uh, a show, The Shield. He's in a lot of stuff. Sons of Anarchy. That guy, that actor actually has a lot of range. Uh, and I, I appreciate his character because the character he plays a very uh, unique character. And that guy just has a very, like, a, a very interesting southern vernacular. Yeah. Um, You're talking about Walton Goggins. Is yes, oh, yeah, okay. Big Teeth. Big Teeth. Yeah, yeah he was teeth. in Django, I think, also. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he had a small part in Django. Yeah, he, he was in there too. Uh, but yeah, he's he, his overall personality and when he delivers dialogue, it's just a fresh take on a very different character that you're used to seeing in westerns. Um I mean, it feels like a Western character, but it just feels unique. But outside of that, it, yeah, the, a lot of the dialogue scenes are very extended. Uh, Kurt Russell, same thing. It's a good performance, but probably a lot more um, dialogue than's needed. You know, there's there's some interesting things in it, but it's it's one of his most overly violent, overly you know, like, and I mean, and it's a Tarantino. You know what I mean? So we, were, I already expect violence. I already expect profanity. I already expect you know what I mean. A lot of you know certain things, but it's like this was just. Like really a lot. I mean, he's like just really driving it in of gore when people get shot, um, of the profanity, of the insults, of yep. you know, and just just mm-hmm. everything yeah, is yep. so over it. I actually still uh, enjoyed it. Like it, to me, it was worth watching the one time. Um, there's scenes I could probably maybe, and I, and I don't mean like the whole scene, like parts of a scene that I can enjoy that are funny. Um, you know, a, a unique in dialogue, but overall, um, yeah, it's not his. Not one of his films you can watch over and over and over again. It, and it, it, it's long, and there's a lot of things about it that has issues. So, and MSK, we already know he has issues because he won't even finish it. Yeah, um, no, I don't. What's your I, take, Yopi? I don't like it. That it's all you, Yopi. So I don't like that. Uh, okay, so 
Hateful Eight. Um, so for me, I I I enjoyed the look of the movie. Um, when it comes to the, the when scenery. it comes down to the western aspect yeah. of it, I I like the look of it. I enjoy the um certain shots of it. Um, uh, the dialogue again, certain certain some part of the dialogues are pretty are pretty good for me, but. Overall, I think this was just, and I'm not, I'm not really trying to hate on on Tarantino here. I think it was just him trying to push his, um, just trying to push it as far as he can go to see yeah. where, where shock factor, where would the the media, where would the fans yeah. react to it? And I think this was his his way of trying to push and and try to test yeah. the waters out. Yeah, he was doing and, the South Park. He was doing the South Park. Like how 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 shocking can I take yeah, this to, to yeah. see Yeah, and I think I think be. he did it. I think he that's what he did. I think in yeah. this movie he experimented with that just just for that. He just went to see how far he can actually take it. After doing Django, he mm-hmm. he kind of like got inspired to see what he can do with it. And that's that's what I see in the film overall. Um honestly, I it's not one of my favorites and I really like westerns, but I just can't I can't really sit there and just and just take it as a as a overall good movie. It's just not really a good movie put together, and yeah. I, I'm not really into that whole. Uh, let's see how far I can push my the buttons out there. So that's just that's just how I saw it. I yeah. don't want to talk much about it. There's certain things I really don't like about it, but yeah. I'm not gonna get all <clears throat> you know crazy about yeah. this right now so yeah which anybody who watches this movie can figure out for themselves what you know what I mean what we probably didn't appreciate yeah and what we don't enjoy to make and, that, and that's like yeah. me personally i'm glad i saw it once uh like i said if it's on on a certain scene uh that maybe i watch but i will, will, will change the channel after it because same thing there's a lot of scenes i don't want to watch again uh and even some of the scenes that were good like the, the, the shootout if it wasn't so gory uh, wouldn't have been a bad shootout like the way it right, turned out right in positioning but they made it so gory too and that's what I mean. like he just pushed the envelope on everything yeah. uh in this film so i think by far it's probably my least uh favorite film of all of tarantino's films um, uh it, it's got that nod. yeah i mm. i'm i'm gonna have to agree with you when I when i look back at the list i think that it's the t- the, the the last one for me and mm. and that's saying a lot because kill bill is there kill bill 2 <laughs> is there <laughs> Yeah, which, which I know, is, which is I know. crazy. <laughs> but because, well, personally for me, it's easy because since I put Kill Bill two as part of Kill Bill one, and I right, consider right. it one one film, the, the whole bloody affair. <laughs> uh, then I can see it like, yeah, even though it has a rough ending, it's still better than yeah. uh, than Hateful Eight. But here's the interesting about Hateful Eight because it's getting a went sequel. So f- yeah, it will. <laughs> don't say that. Oh my God! Stop no. it! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is that real? <laughs> no, no, no. I just made that. <laughs> up. No, no, no. I feel that now we start going into the direction where um, Tarantino went a little off the rails, and and things start changing. Yeah. Now these these are not bad films. I, I'm no. personally not saying that they're bad. I'm just no. saying that they're he starts going in a different direction from what his <sighs> Here first three films were going. Okay. So first thing we're gonna say is this two films or is it one? Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Okay. Okay. So we, we always go with this. I personally feel that you have to watch it as one. I think as two films, for me, it didn't work. I mean, I, okay. I, if I, when I've watched it, I think it's called The Whole Bloody Something, The Whole Bloody uh-huh. uh, Tale or whatever. That way, I enjoy it more. I'm, I'm st- it still has a very rough ending uh, to me. I, I think just the ending is just too stretched out and um, too overdone. Uh, but the uh, Kill Bill uh, Volumes 1 and 2, uh, again, for me personally, I feel that's one film. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Go ahead, Yopi. So you go first. 
I'm I, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Omega. Um, here's here's why I say um it has to be one. So going back to what I was saying earlier, I think Kill Bill became the most hyped movie of Tarantino's for yeah. a while. Oh really? I thought um, it was a different one. Okay. No, this is my my personal take on it. How I saw people reacting to it. Um, I think I think it was blown out of proportion for a lot of people. I think I think it was so out there, so different for him yeah. that uh, people actually um, I wouldn't say gave him more credit. It's a good movie. I lo- I love Kill Bill one and two, but together I cannot. I I I remember watching Kill Bill one. I enjoyed it when Kill Bill two came out. I was like. Not, not I was not yet. happy about it. I was not I didn't enjoy it at all. I'm I just being forced. honest with it. And then yeah. and then watching it later on, one and two together works for me. But that was yeah. just that's just my take on it. Yeah, how about that's you? how I felt too. I, I I felt forced watching that second. Um, but yeah, go yeah. ahead, Miss Kay. I'm gonna say and I have and I have this um this discussion with uh with some of my coworkers all the time. Um I see it as two different movies. Because okay. if I saw it as one movie, I probably wouldn't like the movie. Because I really don't like Volume 2. Like, not really yeah, don't like, right. I just, I... Right, right. Like you no, said, no, like, I, I, I Volume 1 yep. is so good. The first half of that yeah. story, it, it's yeah, two movies, yeah. the same story, right? The the same yeah. continuation of the story. So, yeah, exactly. the, the first half, if you're going to see it as one movie, Volume 1 is so good. Like, it is. everything about that movie is, is spot on and and... I mean, you have that anime scene, and then you have the whole fight scene with the swords at the end, which is like crazy. Um, yeah. And the way that ends, it it's you know, it's and you have the 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 scene in the beginning, like yeah, it's it's pretty perfect. Volume two had the snake scene, everything I guess. about it. Like it, it was a lot of it was stretched out. It, yeah, a, a lot of it felt like. And then what half the movies like the David Carradine scene at the end, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what it felt yeah. like. So you tried to give me short little things, and and and, and what's sad is that they build up because it's it's like boss level type movie, yeah. which Tarantino was doing because he's obviously emulating Game of Death, you know, with the whole yellow jumpsuit right. and all that, which is what Bruce Lee's Game of Death film was. It was a right. boss level film. He works his way up from two easy, you know, fifty guys to then like two really hard guys to uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar, you know what I mean? This huge tall. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. and it's it's boss level. And so they're hyping up, you know, Michael Madsen's character. Uh they're hyping up um what's her name? Uh, with the with the you know with the iPad. Daryl Hannah, um, yeah, Ella, yeah, Ella her Driver. character. Uh, yeah. You know, Darryl. and then obviously, yeah, Daryl Hannah. And and then obviously building up Bill you know himself so right. to you know to not get that payoff so it, to me it just feels like it's one movie that's all right because the second half of the movie just went down and and was bad and but for you it's like i had a really good part one and right. a really crappy part two but the part two is necessary because the story is not complete right it's not the story is not complete exactly you know so and, and it's a, it, you can't even compare it to like matrix one and two because two and three are together one by itself is a great it's movie. just one complete two did movie not need to happen yeah right. yeah the other the other ones didn't need to happen at all yeah. where with kill bill volume two had to happen because we didn't have a finished story especially when they give you the cliffhanger that the daughter's still alive you know what i mean you're like well, yeah. you know, what am i i gotta see the rest now and then I don't know what he did. He fell asleep making the second one. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I shouldn't say I disliked it. I enjoyed it more when I did the rewatch because yeah, yeah. I saw it back to back. Because like you back guys to back. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I have to say it's a one yeah. movie for me. Yeah. And yeah. and also, it just, it just reminds me a lot about that, that full metal jacket type of feel. 
Oh, yes, it's yeah. that, you're 100% that, right. about, that yeah. cut in between where yes, you're like, I love that analogy. What I love happened? that analogy. Yeah. Well, like you, yeah. you get this great thing in the beginning, and then you're the second half. You're like, what happened? Like yeah. it's a continuation, yep. yeah, obviously. But what happened to that second part of that movie? Yeah. It's exactly yeah. how I felt watching That's it. That's a perfect. watching perfect it analogy. like recently, it was exactly how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just you know what it is. So, it's just the the Oren character, the the Lucy Liu character. With Uma yeah. Thurman at the end, that She's whole awesome. story. Um, yeah. Was the was the, the Vivica A. Fox fight scene in the first yes. movie too? Yes, that was early on, but it's out of order. But yeah, yeah that's that what I'm saying. Like, that's had, what, as soon as she got back to America in the first movie, and then the second yeah. movie, we had more of the Michael Madsen, the more of the Daryl yeah. Hannah, and those characters. I I don't care for those characters. That's maybe exactly. that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, one of the scenes that was good because I think. Uh, volume two, because I might be out of order, but I'm pretty sure it was volume two, was when they showed the scene in the hotel room. Again, small, short scene. With that, when she finds out that she was pregnant, um, yeah. Yeah. and they shoot through the door and all that. That's a cool scene. You know what I mean? But it, I mean, it's a small scene, but that's what it was. Like, volume two felt like he, he threw in a bunch of cool, small moments to make up for the last 30, 40 minutes that you just have to cringe through to get closure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was like, oh, and then, you know, it's like, and then, you know, it, it, no payoff. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, yeah. you know, the five touches, you know, and then it's like, he takes five steps and like, so they don't really have an all out fight or anything. It's like, man, like, you know, like you hype me up. And then it's like you said, they purposely did the first one out of order. So they would end, uh, on the massive fight scene in Japan, you know what I mean? And when then it slows it down. On, yeah, yeah, and, and then you go to part two, where it's just like the pace is nowhere near that. You can't hype me up yeah. and then bring me down, have no yeah. climactic payoff. But I mean, it's it's still a good film. Again, we're comparing Tarantino to Tarantino, so right. he's his own worst enemy in the yeah. situation. It's like I say, like with the Irishman and certain movies with Scorsese, certain of his own. We're not films talking about that movie. We're, well, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying that happens <laughs> yeah. to the, no, that we're happens good. to directors. You know, yeah. they still have their, yeah. their movies are still good. That's fine. I understand the but, comparison. I'm just not going to talk about but that. Compared movie. To, I, but I don't happened, want to fall asleep talking about it. That's yeah. what's what happened. happened though. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened. No, but but that that's the point I'm making. Like even a Nolan, you could take one of the films that Christopher Nolan did that you don't like as much, but you're still comparing it to Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So you say like, yeah, this one wasn't as good as Inception yeah. and Dark Knight and whatever. You know, because it's you're comparing it to himself. You compare it to other films. Like, yeah, it's actually still a good movie. And that's what it is. Volume two compared to other things. Still a good movie. Well, I will say this: there is one Tarantino movie that I didn't like a lot uh, at all. Like I didn't like it at all. So, is that, and is that we're getting into? We'll get to that. Because um, uh, I, I was, I was jumping to the next one, unless you have more to say on Kill Bill. No, well, the only thing I'm going to say is they might do um, a sequel to this. They might do a three with um, Uma Thurman's daughter. The, oh, okay. Um, because the daughter from in in the story Kill Bill, the daughter of Vivica A. Fox sees her. Remember, he sees the That's bride kill her. I, yeah, and, and she I, says, "You've got a problem with it. You yeah. come see me." So yeah. there oh. there might be a story with um with her daughter, Vivica A. Fox's daughter, and uh, Uma Thurman's actual real life. Like they're probably gonna get her oh, actual actually, daughter. Yeah, oh yeah, because he used her. He used her once upon a time. That's yeah. right. Okay. So oh wow, that that might be interesting. It's, but again, but it's the same is talk. It, but is yeah. it necessary? It's not necessary. It's not saying, it I'll watch though. it though. If it's just one movie, but, I, I, yeah. if it's, it's like the same two... talk as the as the Vince as the Vega brothers. If yeah. they were to do that prequel, like is it? It's not needed, but maybe they do it, and maybe it's. But cool. but you know yeah. what? I I I think I will enjoy that more though. Like like if I see if I get that Vincent prequel, I think I would definitely enjoy that more than well, not Kill now, Bill not at the age sequel. they're at right now, right? <laughs> Well, not. I mean, I'm. If I'm you would have had like, it, yeah, yeah. If I would have had that, 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 
prequel, it would have been. I think I, me personally, I'm just saying. I'm just talking about me. I, I think I would enjoy. I definitely would enjoy that more than a Kill Bill. I think. Yeah. I think just Kill Bill Two really just didn't do it for me, and it's just. Yeah. I just can't. I can't go on. It's like it's a it's the Matrix thing, bro. I just can't. I can't go. I can't go watch. <laughs> This has been Fanatically Correct. Until next time, you crazy kids. Signing off.